Welcome. I'm Janessa Durrani, a midlife mom of two crazy teen boys and a host of A Daily Practice, an online community for women who are on a journey to their what's next. And this is my podcast, where each week in 20 minutes or less, I will share my tips, tricks, and hacks for dreaming big and implementing small to make the most of your busy days. Hello, everybody. It is only like a split second till Christmas and December is crazy. We've noted that already. And on my blog a few years ago, I wrote an article called My Four Strategies for Surviving the Holidays. And I have decided that there are more strategies to be had. So this is four more strategies for thriving in this holiday season. And I've said this before, I don't care if this isn't your holiday and this is just December to you. It is still a crazy time and you celebrate sometime and you have a crazy time sometime and these four strategies will still apply. So one, edit. I am a huge Project Runway fan. I don't know if you like competition shows. Project Runway is one of my favorite. Top Chef, right up there with it. And editing comes into play all the time. They're always like, oh, Michael, you should have edited. Got too many things going on right there. That's what you need to do. They also say, before you walk outside, take one item off. So what in this season are you pushing for, trying to shove in there, trying to make room for that just doesn't matter? That's just superfluous. We really need to look at the things that are going to fill us up, that our family are going to love, that we use our gifts for good and everything else. We need to let it go. Number two, ask for help. I think this really is the number one. This is the one that is so hard for us because we are so used to doing everything for everyone and we're good at it. And even though it leaves us absolutely exhausted, we feel like that's what this season needs. It needs us to be absolutely overloaded and we can do it and we can show everyone that we can do it with one arm tied behind our back. The reason we don't ask for help, one is we don't want to show that we're weak. We want that praise. We want people to think we have it all together and we don't need help. The other piece is that we don't trust anyone else to do it but us. And there goes in the concept that we do not trust what we cannot control. So we went on a six-week family road trip this summer. I talk about this all the time. I have control issues. I can admit that. And we drove over 10,000 miles and we were in the car together 210 hours, hours 
my friends. And I drove 202 of those. Why? Because I don't trust my husband's driving. He doesn't really trust mine either, but he can sleep in the car and I can't. So he just falls asleep and tries to not look at what I'm doing. And I, I don't trust it. So thus I have to control the situation and I then am the driver. And that is exhausting. And I can say like, oh, I drove 202, you know, 202 hours of driving and so forth. But why? Why do I do that to myself? I need to let go. I need to realize that I can't control the situation. He is not any worse of a driver than I am. It's just that Maybe if I had a driver's ed car where I had my own brake on my side, I could then let him drive the whole time. So what are the things that we're holding on to that we're just sure if we want to get it done right, we have to do it ourselves. My boys put their own laundry away. Not well. But I've had to let it go because they need, I can't do it all. And those are the simple things, like in the grand scheme of things, if they put underwear in their shorts drawer and shorts in their pajamas drawer and socks are kind of falling out of the drawer, I got to let it go. I got to let it go. So what this season can you let go of and ask for help? Because asking for help is actually giving an invitation to someone else to be able to participate in your life. Think of the last time someone asked you for help and how good it made you feel to be able to do that for them. Give that gift to someone else by asking for help. Number three, cheat the system. We have lots of initiatives that we want to do for the holidays. There's teacher's gifts and in-law gifts and all of the things for our family and we decorate and we bake and all the things that you're doing. You don't have to do them all from scratch. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. What are things that you can purchase and then repackage to make it fabulous? Or what are things that you can purchase and have someone else package? What are the things that matter to you? What are you awesome at? Are you an amazing baker, but not so great at presentation? Then keep it simple. Buy Buy the wrapping, bake the cookies. And the flip side, not a great baker, go to the bakery and then wrap them up fabulously and give them away. This is just one example. Cheat the system. Where can you get things already done using someone else's gifts to then apply what you're awesome at to then be able to send it forth? Don't try to do everything yourself especially the things that don't matter to you. Four, recharge your battery, my friend. 
in the community the other day, someone was talking about how they look so forward to December. They're looking so forward to the holidays and the coming of the new year. And then they get into December and then they remember like, oh, yeah, there's all this stuff, all this extra stuff. And that is not only, I mean, our months are already full. Our plates are overflowing. Add holidays on top, it's crazy town. And so now we have high expectations and all of these things, all these balls that we're trying to keep in the air for everyone else to have this be a magical time of year. And it is going to, it's going to deplete us if we don't, it's kind of like a balancing act. And what is it that I can do every day to make sure that I'm still here and I'm present in this month and within the holidays? And how can I not come out of it resentful? And we go into it from a place of love, right? And so how do we recharge our batteries? Clearly, you need to sleep more than just a few hours. That goes for all 365 days a year. But how can we recharge it with bringing a little bit of joy for ourselves into our every day? Do you love, think of just the things that are are part of December or part of these holidays. Do you love wrapping presents? For me, I do not. I hate wrapping presents. But if you love wrapping presents, could you wrap a couple every day? And that just brings you that light. Do you love baking? Do you love cooking for your family? Do you love meditating? Do you love being out in nature? Do you love creating things? Do one of those things for yourself every day. 10 minutes, my friends. I talk about this all the time. 10 minutes. Give yourself 10 minutes of doing something for you every day outside of regular personal care. Taking a shower does not count in this category. And these are all the things you have to all the way through all four of these strategies. There comes to the place where you first have to understand what matters to you, what matters to your family. I said this last week with the side dishes at Thanksgiving, we don't have to have them all. Everyone doesn't love them all. What does your family and you need? to make this a very meaningful holiday and also giving up that expectation that it has to be amazing, that it has to be magical, that it has to be perfect because you know what I think about perfection. It is a magical unicorn. It does not exist. We need to change our expectations and it needs to be to have more meaning and be meaningful and intentional. And you need to be present in the moment. And you can't be all things to all people. 
This is this time of year. We get all of the things in the mail from every charity and every nonprofit on the face of the earth. They have my husband's number. I mean, we moved and they still found us. It's like they track him down. And all through the month of December, he collects all of those envelopes. And then he goes to the, to the bank. And I was going to say he goes to the grocery store. He does, but not for this. He goes to the bank and he gets cash in fives. And he gets an, an amount of money and he gives each one of them $5 cash. And he sends them off because he wants to give a little bit to everyone. Whereas I take the same amount and I decide for this year, who do I want to give my money to for a nonprofit or a charity that is something that's meaningful to me? And I give all of that to that one charity. We've given the same amount. It's coming from a place of love in both but the intention is different and the, re- and the impact is different. On one side, we have a bunch of initiatives that each got $5 and one that got a big bump. That's the analogy I want you to think about as you're trying to give everything to everyone. Do you want to give a little bit to every person? initiative and so forth, not giving all of your attention? Or do you want to find the things that mean the most to you and give your attention to those and let the others fall away? And then we have our bonus, a bonus strategy. And that is elephant, which What do you say, Janessa? What is this strategy? In the community, we're doing a self-care challenge and everyone needed to set their intentions. We set a lot of intentions in the daily practice community. And so for this self-care challenge, they were supposed to journal around what their intention of what they wanted to get out of this challenge over the month and then try to boil that down into a word. And that word is their anchor, their filter for the month to be able to say as life comes at them, nope, that doesn't apply to me. That isn't my intention. And so that way it gives you an easier way to say no, not that no is ever easy. And so one of the women said, mine is elephant. And I was baffled and she went on to say, that the adage of how do you eat an elephant? And the answer is one bite at a time. And that, that just gives me goosebumps. That's the whole purpose. That's this whole idea of dreaming big and implementing small, that we need to break things down into tiny bite-sized pieces. We are not going to have enough time to do a whole project at once. There is not going to be a time where you can say, I have four hours worth of wrapping to do. So I need to wait until I have four hours available because that's going to happen between one and three in the morning. So 
we need to take all of the stuff that's rattling around in our heads and that is plaguing us in the middle of the night of like, oh my gosh, I have to remember this and first get it out on paper, get it out of your head and out on paper so that you can start to see how I can weed, how I can ask for help, how I can delegate, how I can let this go. And then each individual thing, break it down into 10 minute tasks. Because we have 10 minutes all dang day. We have 10 minutes here while we're waiting for in the pickup line. We have 10 minutes over here where we're between waiting for someone at an appointment. We are on hold. There's all sorts of times during our day that we get these 10 minute gifts. But what do we typically do? Scroll, scroll, scroll on our phone, check our email, kind of wasting the time. Whereas if we have a list of 10 minute tasks for the day, which ones can be done in the car? Which ones can be done in the kitchen? Which ones can be done in the bedroom? Which ones, where can they be? And then start a list so that when you get that gift of 10 minutes, you can be like, oh my gosh, this is what I'm going to do. I got this to do, this to do, and this to do. You have to just be prepared. Life keeps coming at us. Holidays are adding to that. And my goal for you for this month, regardless of what you celebrate and what is on your plate, I want you to come into January refreshed and not clawing yourself over the finish line completely depleted in January and needing January is a full recovery. Simple. I want to thank you so much for spending a few minutes with me today. I would love for you to follow this podcast and to share it with a friend that is mothering the heck out of the situation and needs to take some time for herself. And my daily practice community is always open where you'll experience the best group of midlife moms on the internet who will link elbows with you and march forward, dreaming, sharing, and laughing along the way. It's a new kind of play group. You can find all the details in this week's show notes.